0: Log Talk Radio. Three, two, one. Gentlemen, start your engine.
1: Not at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass.
2: It's Monday night, and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. plus you never know who will stop by for a visit, right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show.
1: And it's time to get it on the go, guys. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Helping me, as always, I got Chytale Mark, and I got Kyle Magnum over with all the way up there in PA. Welcome back, guys. Hey, Rowdy. Hey, Mark. How you doing, Kyle?
3: I'm all right. How you doing?
1: Man, living it up, dude. Living it up.
3: I'm going through my race list. I'm trying to see. I know we were talking pre about it. I'm trying to go through all my races and see where I was this year.
1: Well, Kyle, we're just trying to get ready for an exciting, exciting 2022. But... What a way to take it out this weekend. Uh, Guys, just kind of let you know what we got rolling tonight. Hey, we got Nick Sanchez calling in. He won the uh, Reese's 150 at Kansas Speedway in the Arkham Menards. Series final champion, and uh, Ty Gibbs was the winner of that. Uh, Chi-Town, you got a copy on us? Kyle, I
2: think. All right, there we go. We're back. (laughs) We're back. Hey, Kyle, uh, you got to see some pretty good racing action this weekend yesterday. Uh, Saturday, I got to see Xfinity and and ARCA, and it was ARCA Championship weekend, boys. And uh, Nick Sanchez kind of spoiled what would have been a really celebrating time for the Ty Gibbs team. Uh, And you know what? You get those late cautions, and things change, don't they?
1: Well... Guys, it's all about the restart, and
4: uh, Mm
1: -hmm. you got to have the restart. And we're going to talk to Nick in a little bit about the restart. He's Nick's calling in at uh, seven ten Eastern, and uh, also at seven thirty Eastern, we got no no stranger to the show, guys. Uh, (laughs) Adam Mackey calling in, getting us ready for the All American four hundred.
2: Oh, uh, we're, we we've got a big weekend coming up. Uh, we we had the All American 400 this weekend, and it's a it's a meet and greet weekend because Rowdy and I get to be together. And uh, and we had a special guest joining us, a really special guest for Rowdy. Uh, we got Bart joining us, his son, and uh, I, I'm really <laughs> glad that the guys are going to get a little pop and son time together and see some really fantastic races at a very historic race, Rick, Rowdy.
1: Boy, it's going to be a big weekend there. i got Kid Rock coming. They have really upped the game. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we've uh, we owned it last year, their, their first year of promoting the fairgrounds. And uh, we walked in for the All-American 400 and Everything was clean and sweet-looking and painted, and uh, they really, really made it uh, uh, visually uh, a great-looking place to be. Uh, And they've upped that again, Rowdy. Uh, I'm sure we'll notice again what's going on at the the fairgrounds. and uh, The people they're bringing in, the people that are getting more and more involved, this is getting to be a really big race. And I can see if they keep this going, it being – It'll be that prelim race before the Derby. Uh, you'll you'll wanna win the Derby and you'll wanna win uh show and uh, to do the double header and then of course throw Winchester in there too and you do the triple header and that's a really difficult feat to do. Um a few years ago they put up quite a bit of money, quite a few thousand dollars and Unfortunately nobody did cash in but Big, big, big racing. And, and on the NASCAR side, we're, we're going to the championship weekends, guys. We got two weeks left, and we're going to be crowning a champion and talking about it two weeks from tonight about that. So, Kyle, what do you think is going to happen on the NASCAR
3: and let's, let's talk a little bit about that before we get into our guest. Well, guys, uh, we have all three series at Martinsville this weekend, the Camp World Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, and the Club Series. Saturday features a doubleheader with trucks and Xfinity. Um, 40 trucks entered for the race. Actually, 41 entered for the race, but uh, due to points, Storm Benning does not make it, unfortunately. But uh, still, a strong field of trucks for the uh, second to last race in their season. Um, they still have their final four to determine. I um, don't think they've had. I do anybody has walked in yet into the next into the final four. I think that's still up for grabs. It's kind of been. Kind of a wishy-washy with them, and um, they've kind of been up and down. So, uh, yeah, they still have to determine that. And then the Xfinity Series, uh, no one's locked in yet either. Um, still up for grabs uh, Saturday night at 6 o'clock Eastern on NBCSN. So, um, yeah, it's looking like a good weekend. You know, Kyle Larson trying to go for four in a row. Um, he's never won in Martinsville, um, finished fifth there in the spring. Truex Martin Truex Jr. won there in the spring. He's good there. Um, ran good there last year until he cut a tire late in the in the fall race and uh Chase Elliott won. And uh looked like Chase Elliott was kinda of back to form on uh Sunday at Kansas, uh, you know, was running up front. Um couldn't out couldn't out get matched the five car but uh still good finish for them second. Um they look good. So um yeah it's been, it's been interesting, you know, especially with Martinsville coming up to be a lot of beating and banging this weekend short track racing. Probably one of the best short tracks on the NASCAR schedule right now, so um, definitely something you want to look forward to and a lot of racing. And Sage Karam's coming back, too, for Jordan Anderson Racing on the truck race, number three <laughs> trucks. So uh, he's wow. making his truck debut. That, is, that um, is big news, Kyle. You know, that that was announced already. But, uh, yeah, he is going to be making his truck debut for Jordan Anderson in the three. And uh, Josh Berry's also returning to the truck series at Martinsville uh, for Rackley War Racing. So, uh, yeah, I got some... Some interesting entries, Corey Heim and the 51 for Kyle Busch Motorsports. So you got some interesting entries out there. And uh, also Stuart Friesen, um, who I just saw yesterday at our Eastern States, uh, finished second to Matt Shepard and uh, led a lot of laps, but he didn't win. But um, I know he uh, he's looking for a win at Martinsville. That would definitely help the 52 get into the into the final four, you know. And Stuart runs good at Phoenix, so he's won there before. So, you know, if he sneaks in and gets in, and that would be a heck of a way for them to to, you know, be up against, like, John or Niemicek and the bigger guys.
1: Well, Kyle, uh, I mean, that five car is on a road, dude. It's uh, They were hooked like they were hooked on a rocket yesterday all
2: race.
1: <laughs> I mean, they dominated.
2: Rowdy, if, if, if he's not the favorite going into the championship weekend, Uh, He's already He's in We know he's in In the final four Uh, He's got two wins That lead only leaves One more person To possibly Beat him this weekend And Get that last Playoff spot On a win And the other two Will come in on points But It's Just difficult To think of Anybody else But Kyle At this point Larson uh, Being the champion Uh, You know You're right you, you put it up, Roddy. They're on a roll. They're God, on a roll.
1: You, you know, I see people talking about they don't like the playoff system. But to me, you've got to race the whole race because every point means a championship. Yep. Every move on that track means a, a championship is at risk.
2: Plus, like you've got the bonus point, The stage points on top of that, Rowdy adds even more pressure. And interest in that fact because you can get bonus points and, and help yourself on down the road. Uh, I, I think once we've all gotten used to the fact that we're having this type of system, uh, they, NASCAR made a good move. This, this playoff thing, the intensity, and you can feel it at the racetrack. I, I felt it this weekend in the garage area, guys, that level, it's been upped, and it's going to keep being upped until we get to Phoenix in two weeks. So Kyle, I think we have our first uh, caller coming in on us. I'm looking at the studio screen and there he goes. Rowdy's bringing him out in. Rowdy, take her away.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. <laughs>
1: All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome the winner, of the Reese's 150 at Kansas Speedway in the Arca Menards Championship Race, driving for Rev Racing, the number two Chevrolet, Nick Sanchez. Welcome, Nick.
4: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: Man, Nick, I want to tell you what, that last restart, being with Tyler Green, the master of restarts, how did that play in, his craft play into that last restart for you to to bring that checkered flag on.
4: Yeah, you know, once once I got out front, Tyler definitely helped me, uh, you know, kind of letting me know where Ty was running, and, you know, to block his line the best I could. So, uh, you know, definitely his cup experience uh, played dividends in our win.
1: I guess your uh, phones had to have been a little busy
4: lately in uh,
1: inquiries after that victory there.
4: Oh yeah, um, definitely had some really uh, cool people within the industry, you know, reach out to me and congratulate me. Um, and, you know, uh, definitely, it's probably been a, it's probably been about two years since I've won. Um, you know, obviously my first Arca win, so nothing ever this big. Um, but you know, it's really, it's really good to kind of get that feeling in the victory lane, and you know, obviously all the congratulatory texts uh, are also nice.
1: Well, Nick, knowing you had a ten-time Arca winner right at you at in your rear view mirror, what what was your thoughts going to that last lap?
4: Yeah, you know, I, I think as soon as I got as soon as I got uh, clear of him, and you know, I knew he wasn't going to be at my uh, right rear quarter um, down down the straightaway. I, honestly, I, from that point forward, I, I I was pretty confident I was going to have it. Um, but you know, obviously, you never know, and you just want to do all you can to make sure um, he doesn't have an opportunity to pounce. So uh, you know, just tried to put my car on the preferred line on the racetrack and just uh, drive as smooth as possible. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess this is a different situation because, you know, like I told my team earlier, I had really nothing to lose. You know, I was a second or third place car con- contending for a win. So, uh, um, you know, it, you know, in, in the case I finished second or third, um, you know, it was going to be what it was going to be. So, uh, just tried to give it all I had and really um, had nothing to lose. <laughs>
2: Hey, Nick, you got Chi-Town right now. You know, you have been on the show with us before. Do you remember? Um, Yeah. I, I want to say it was earlier this year. No, sir. We had you on in Miami three years ago. Uh, oh, you were really? Just, you were just climbing the uh, uh, communications director for NASCAR Matt uh, Hunter. Humphreys put uh, put it together and asked if we would interview with Miami, and uh, we did, Homestead of Miami, and that's the first time I remember hearing about you, and uh, we've, we've been following your career ever since, and congratulations. Uh, you have a win, buddy. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, well, no, we appreciate it, too. I, I'm sure you've been a busy, busy person. Everybody's looking to get a piece of you now, and... We're just glad to get that small piece and have you on the show this evening. I've watched you all year, and and you could ask Kyle, you can ask Rowdy. Uh, I kept thinking, you know, one of these times Nick's going to pull it off. You you were just you were on the cusp all season long, and you're able to do it in a finale. How's that set you up for next year? And and
4: what is your plans for next year, Nick? Yeah, you know, just like you said, I feel like, you know, there was a lot of times this year where I, I think we ha- would have had a really good shot just like we had this past weekend. I mean, you know, we've just had little things coming our way, whether it be, you know, a mechanical issue or something really out of our control. Um, so, you know, I, I think it was long overdue for me and my team, and I'm glad we got it uh, going. <laughs> I'm glad we got it done. But as far as next year, you know, just obviously just, you know, going full-time next year with Rev and, you know, part-time in extended with VG McLeod Motorsports. Um, you know, this just gives me a little extra confidence, especially in the Arca stuff. You know, um, you know, BJ, obviously, I'm gonna have different expectations. You know, I don't want to say I I can't win because you know anything's possible. But you know, I'm right. you know, expectation-wise, I'm gonna be going really for top two teams, You know, and you know, attempting at a top ten. Um, where the Arca stuff next year, you know, I think it's just gonna piggyback off Kansas, and you know, I'm gonna expect to win every race, uh, every every race that I can. Um, You know, my team is going to be getting a little more support here from the manufacturer side of it. So, uh, I think, you know, I think it should just make the cars that much faster and make our chances of winning uh, that much greater. So, uh, yeah, you know, really, really looking forward to next uh, year, but uh, also looking forward to finishing out the year at uh, Phoenix. Um, You know, I am doing the West Race there um, on the 6th. So, you know, potentially another chance to go win. So, uh, always excited for that.
2: Well, how do you feel about Phoenix as a track? Is that a good track for you? Are you, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's a bit of a learning curve for you, I'm sure, because uh, you've just been through your re- really your first full season, haven't you?
4: Yeah. Um, you know, I would say, you know, as much as every weekend I treat it like a learning curve, you know, just, you know, having the minimal practice, it's really taught me um, what I need to take going into the weekend and the info uh, I need to take from other people and, you know, uh, video footage that mm-hmm. I watch. I mean, you know, really, I approach each weekend, like, you know, from the first lap I hit the track, I'm wide open 100%. I mean, there's really no easing up for me. You know, I try to keep myself in the right state of mind, you know, so I'm 100% focused. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I feel like that learning curve is starting to pay off. And I think you saw it at Kansas, you know, from the first uh, lap in practice, I think we were uh, top three. Um, But, you know, Phoenix for me is, I think it's the track that I have the most experience at. Um, You know, we ran uh, second or third earlier in the year, and then, you know, we got taken out by a lap car in the closing laps, Um, Mm. so obviously, take the good out of that weekend, but, you know, I'm expecting (laughs) another good result like that.
2: Well, you know what? Best of luck on that. Will we see any of the big uh, short track races at the end of the season as a spectator
4: or possibly a participant at all? Uh, No, no. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) I, I mean, obviously, unless Anyone gives me unless someone gives me the opportunity to you know drive at something like the Derby or uh, one of the races like that, I probably won't do it. Um, and, you know, <laughs> probably won't be a spectator either. I um, mean, you know, I I like to k- take my off season, you know, or keep to myself and okay. you know, focus on next Understood. year. <laughs> well, I still think you should join us
2: at the Derby or even Nashville this weekend. Uh, but congratulations, well deserved. Uh, I think you should have probably a couple more wins this season, but they're on their way, Nick. Uh we'll see you at the racetrack soon. And I think uh, Kyle the Sandman, has a couple of questions for you too. Congrats, bud. We'll talk at you later.
4: I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
3: Tear away, Kyle. Hey Nick, it's Kyle here. Uh my first question for you is, uh, going back to the race. Earlier in the race you had that restart. Um did You know, that restart, the first restart, did that kind of like play things into your hands when you knew that you were going to restart on the inside of row two for that two-lap shootout?
2: Did we lose him? already? Hang on, let me take a look. We lost them. We lost them, huh? Rowdy. He'll probably a just
3: call cow. back in.
2: Yeah, we, we we lost him. Sorry about that. Yeah. I think Roddy's yeah, working we, on
1: that now. There, 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 he is. I was well. The phone that dropped. We lost him. I don't know if he ah. thought it, it was over or because it, he it, soon as Mark said, "Kyle, take it away, Kyle," it it left. May have been a little misunderstanding there. Uh, sorry,
2: Nick. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, so I do truly appreciate those great questions you have. Uh, speaking of Rowdy, I had a Kyle question yesterday at the post-race uh, to Mr. Larson, the other Kyle. I asked him uh, why he wasn't racing uh, Friday night at Lakeland Site Speedway, and basically the car was predetermined to be running out in California, and uh, they won a really big race out there on Saturday night, so I guess it was worth the time. But I also asked Kyle how his sprint car driving and racing translates into his cup racing. And he's very, very open and and knowledgeable. In fact, he said, oh, any time I can get into a race car makes me better, no matter what it is. What do you expect from a winner like this, right, guys?
1: Hey, uh, guys, take out. Let me call Nick, see if he can call back in, Okay.
2: You got it. Kyle, right. you and I, let's let's chat here for a couple minutes. You're a Kyle Larson fan. I know we're not supposed to be. All right, yeah, you're not se, supposed to, but yeah. But we have our favorite. Let's put it that way. Um, how devastating would it be for that five team if they didn't pull off the championship this year, buddy?
3: Basically anything other than not winning the championship is a disappointment. I'm going to say it as blunt as I can. They need to win the championship. It has been their year. They have been the best team, the best car. You know, they haven't won every race, but there's a lot of other races that I could point out that they could have won. So um, uh, there's, there's they've just the performance has been race. there. The driver has mm-hmm. been there. The team has been there. I mean, they've it's been quick. really flawless um, on the track, you know, whether it's been pit stops or pulling away from the field. It just seems like they've been able to, to just gel. This year, I don't know what it is, but you know, ever since Larson got the first one in Vegas, it's just been a you know eight more wins after that. I mean, you know, at this point in the season, right. you know, and locking out other drivers too um, of a spot because right now it looks like it's going to be at, well if Larson well, depending on what Larson does on Sunday, if he wins again, um, three other guys would have to get it on points. But if a driver in that that the other playoffs and the, the other seven guys who have right. a shot can go out and grab the win. So um, I think right now you look at a guy like Chase Elliott um, that could use a win and get into, in, into Phoenix because um, I feel like the five and the nine have been the best two cars all year. It um, doesn't matter if it's been road courses or super speedways. It looks like those two have just been up front. It doesn't matter where you're at. Um, it looks like they've, just, they've been the best two teams. You know, Hendrick has really stepped it up this year. I don't know why, but they – I mean, I mean, like, and I've, I've talked about this before. Even William Byron and Alex Bowman have not had bad seasons. No, um, they've been they up front and intended for wins. Um, they've won races, um, you know. So, it's not like, you know – I mean, like, you look at the five, and then you're like, oh, they could have won this race. They could have won that race, sure. But, um, you know, in those races, too, it's, you know, Bowman got two of them. Uh, right. Okano comes to mind. Um, I mean, just, it's it just been an interesting year, you know. I mean, I think Hendrick's back finally. I think they're back, so They came, especially when Chase won the championship last year. Um, they, they're just back in, in, in form. Um, I don't know what, what's going to happen with the new car yet, Like, who's going to be good, but I would not be surprised if Hendrick gets on it quick because, they, they, you know, it doesn't matter if it was the COT or the Gen 6 that they're driving now. Um, it just right. seems like they just get up to speed really quick and go out and win races, and, you know, the rest is history.
1: I think Nick's called him back in. He said he was okay. He thought it good, was over. Good.
2: I uh, sorry about that, Kyle. Sorry, uh, but you know, you brought up this point too, Kyle, in a couple of numerous times past week or so. Uh, the team that's handling the number five car used to team.
3: What were their? What was the former team?
2: They were the Johnson
3: weren't they? Yeah, the old 48 team. Full of current 48 so, team. You know what? It's,
2: it's not a surprise that that team is clicking, is it? No, it's not. What, no. What What would Kyle Larson's win total be, guys, total win total if he had not, and I'm not saying anything bad against Ganassi Racing, because that was a good organization, but let's face it, Ganassi and Hendricks, and Nancy's getting their equipment from, basically, Hendricks anyways. All right, Mark. Um, hey, hey, guys. We got, we got him back. Up. Bring him out. Right.
1: Bring him hey, out, Hey, Nick, Nick, welcome back. Hey, Kyle, I'm throwing it to you, man. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, Nick, you got me? Yep, I got you. All right, cool. Um, Nick, my first question for you is uh, what I wanted to ask you was uh, that restart on, right after the competition caution around lap 50, I mean – you know did you did you learn something from that to to set you
4: up and put you in the position that you did on that last restart um, no, not really honestly uh I mean obviously at a mile and a half you know uh for any series you know you 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 have to side draft you have to get all the aerodynamic advantage you can um and I feel like you know every restart I do in the Arctic series you know that that's my main goal so you uh, know every restart I try to attack it the same way um you know, I feel like that restart. Uh, I, you know, I think the, really the only difference was you know I was lining up third and you know that one I lined up uh, second, so it just gave me a little more uh, a little more room to work with. You know, I feel like Corey on the last restart helped drag back the eighteen, and that's really what cleared me. Um, and I didn't have that in the previous restart, so uh, you know, but you know, it, it's kind of a toss up. I mean, it could go your way and uh, the beauty of it. <laughs>
3: My second question for you is going into Kansas. I mean, what, what, yeah, did you do anything else to prepare for the race? I know you had practice and qualifying before the event. Um, You got the speed really, Um, I mean, is there anything that, you know, you you took from maybe another track or another place you've
4: raced that, you know, to try to help Um, you out and get you up to speed as fast as you did? Not really. Um, You know, just watched a lot of footage from the cup races, um, you know, from the previous year um, and earlier this year and just, see what they did um you know i I talked a lot to a lot of people in the industry um, on where the track was going uh and you know i I watched the Xfinity race very closely to see where the track uh, was going to end up when we raced so i feel like those are all bits and pieces that you know um stuff like that it's really important um and, and it really goes beyond the the basic driving aspects you know it's just uh you know with the level that we're competing at even though it is ARCA, you know uh someone like ty gibbs who's uh, obviously won the Xfinity race earlier. Um, you know, it's the small details that make the big difference, so uh, that's really what I try to look for.
1: Well, Nick, you don't talk about give thanks to the people that got you to your first ARCA win this season.
4: Yeah, you know, obviously uh, everyone at Red Racing, uh, the team owner, Max Tegel, um everyone in NASCAR at Draft University, um, and, you know, obviously my parents. Um, you know, I, I feel like uh those those three groups of people are uh, really the ones that have made the difference in my career and uh they continue to day in and day out.
1: How about those sponsors that make you makes you go round?
4: Yeah, um obviously Max Eagle Incorporated, um Universal Technical Institute and uh that's that's pretty much the long list of sponsors. Um uh you know, Max does a lot for the team, um and uh he definitely is uh he's a very big part of what we do. Uh
1: where can they follow you this off season and uh, for the twenty twenty season, twenty two season?
4: Yeah, you know all my socials are Nick Sanchez zero um, eight zero. So uh, you know it's pretty pretty basic across the line on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So you can follow me there.
1: Nick Sanchez, first time ARCA winner. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Thanks, Nick.
4: Thank you.
2: Congratulations, Nick. Thank you.
4: Thank you very much for having
2: me. All right. Oh, we're going to have you back as a winner again, sir. I have that right. feeling, Rowdy. Thank
4: you. At times like this,
1: I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road that I realize I'm at the wrong track. All right, thank Arca you, Medar thank has a you, Twenty twenty <laughs> one Arc series is Menards is absolutely over. Die Gibbs walking away with it, guys. Ten victories, Kyle. How do, you, how, do you, how do you sum
3: that up, Kyle? Well, I think late in the year they just clicked on all cylinders, and they were just the best team all year. Um, You know, I know, like, for a while, Corey Heim was up there with Ty, and then uh, Ty was just lights out after that. So, uh, yeah, good season for Ty Gibbs. I know he has a lot to look forward to to go into the Xfinity Series next year, probably where he's going to end up. And, um, you know, he won Saturday's Xfinity race, as Nick mentioned. And, um, you know, I mean, another great performance by the 54 team. Overcame a speeding penalty, believe it or not. And... uh, (laughs) No, so yeah, it's uh that's you know, that's the eleventh win for the fifty four car in twenty twenty one, so um they're just doing really good right now and uh that car is something there must be magic or something under that because they have just been winning every week and um you know, they have two races to go. I think ties back on the car this week and I think it's John Hunter at Phoenix. So um no you can't guarantee anything. I haven't looked at the entry list yet, but uh yeah, that's 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 what I think their plans are for the uh the rest of the year.
1: Well, Hello,
2: Rowdy, uh, yeah, it, just just quick point out, uh, that team, that 54 team, probably could have a couple other wins this year, maybe three or four uh, very easily. And Ty Gibbs is a young man who could have had a big and swollen head. And, and in some ways earlier in the year, they kind of seemed to be the way it was going. But between his grandfather's guidance, and I, I, I think uh, – the other Arca drivers uh, took the bull by the horns at to Toledo, and that's so much taught Ty a lesson, but uh, showed that he needs to be a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, head head level headed, and uh, it, it worked because after that, uh, it was a whole different story for the uh, 54 team, and and Ty the rest of the year. Uh, And his grandfather was always there over his shoulder making sure that he did. Uh, He's really a tremendously fine young man. Uh, Congratulations on the championship. Uh, Speaking with some other drivers in the series on uh, Saturday, Kyle and Rowdy, uh, they pretty much said the same thing that I just did, and uh, uh, everybody's proud that, uh, that the Gibbs organization was able to pull off that championship. And what's going to happen with their organization next year? A lot of questions now, guys.
1: Mm, well, they got a fast Toyota, and it's got a number on it, 54.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm sure TRD has somebody just waiting to jump in that car and uh try to go and even come close to duplicating what Ty did, and I don't think it can be done. It's not going to be done for a while. Uh, Rowdy, Kyle, you and I have seen a lot of the good young racers out there. There's lots of them. I don't think there's too many in the Ty Gibbs uh, level.
3: Do you? What do you you think, Kyle?
2: I mean, you know,
3: he's a good driver. You know, good equipment. I mean, that helps. Um, But, uh, you know, when you... When you compare Ty Gibbs to Riley Herbst in that 18 car, I mean, that's not really even a comparison. Um, you know, Riley, Riley Herbst wins two races in four years in that car. I know, I know he wasn't full-time every year, but still, Ty Gibbs steps in that car and just wins everything. So it doesn't matter where it is, Bristol, Mid-Ohio, Pocono, Kansas, doesn't matter where. It just, he wins everywhere. It doesn't matter what track it is. And I, I think what the most impressive thing, well, a couple impressive things that young man did this year was, first of all, win his Xfinity Series debut at the Daytona Road course? That was very impressive. <laughs> and second was sweeping Ooh. Charlotte um, in May on Saturday. That was really, uh, you know, that, that you know, the same thing was kind of setting up when we, uh, you know, for Kansas up until the final restart. And, right. uh, yeah, Ty Gibbs uh, swept the day. And, and also that, you know, Mark and I were there, the Xfinity win at Watkins Glen was really impressive. Um, The only thing I think Ty Gibson needs to work on is his restarts. Um, If he can clean them up and get them good and ready, I think he could be lights out. I mean, he already is, but he could could really be lights out even more if he can just get his restarts down and really show up and even lead more laps and really dominate races. I mean, that would be really even more scarier to watch.
1: Hey, Kyle, let me jump in here. we got Adam Mackey calling in, and I'd like to welcome – Adam to the show, Adam with Track Enterprises, getting us ready for the All-American 400 this coming weekend.
0: Hey, good to be with you guys.
1: Uh, Hey, Adam. Adam. Man, uh, this is going to be an absolutely big, big weekend for
0: uh, the fairgrounds.
1: Tell us about what you got going on, man.
0: Yeah, this is a big weekend. You know, we did it last year, and we made it a three-day racing show Uh, Friday night features the championship night for all of the regular uh, quarter-mile divisions, which the quarter-mile divisions put on a great show in Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. If you ever haven't had a chance to see them, Uh, you know, got the limited late models and the tier stocks, the street stocks, the bandoleros, the legend cars. It's just good stuff on the quarter-mile. So that's going to be on Friday night. Then on Saturday, we have the Boris Compact Touring Series with 48 pre-entries right now. Uh, I think we might see 50 cars there for the more compacts on uh, Saturday. They put on a great show last year. We have the uh, the CRA Street Sox going to be racing as well. And both of those divisions race on the big track on Saturday night, plus the showdown, the last chance showdowns uh, for the late models, both late model races, the, the pro lates and the super lates. And then on Sunday, of course, the All-American 400, the U.S. Tank All-American 400, 37th running of the event, um, In memory of Jillian Brown, and going to be a a great Sunday afternoon of racing.
1: Isn't Kenny Wallace supposed to show up? Yes, Saturday (laughs) night,
0: (laughs) Kenny Wallace, as well as Kenny Schrader, both have street stocks to compete in. So on Saturday night, they'll be racing with the CRA street stocks on the big track, and uh, that should be a blast.
1: And the Grand Marshal. (laughs) Yeah, Grand
0: Marshal is Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock is the grand marshal for this event. Um, So Kid Rock likes racing. He has a bar in Nashville right on Broadway. Um, You know, and the the bar owner with him uh, also has a number of other bars, including Tootsie's, which is a highly popular bar on Broadway in Nashville. And uh, they've stepped up to sponsor the event to become the official honky-tonk of the All-American 400 with Kid Rock's bar. And Kid Rock is actually going to be the grand marshal for the weekend come out and hang out with fans uh, that buy a special VIP ticket, which is only $75 for a two-day ticket, to be in the VIP section. So a uh, very affordable deal, get to hang out with Kid Rock, watch the races for uh, Saturday and Sunday, and, uh, and Kid Rock being the Grand Marshal is a pretty cool deal. It's got us a, you know, a lot of publicity, a lot of news stations picked it up, and it's been kind of the talk the last week or two.
2: Hey, Adam, thanks for joining us this evening. Looking forward to seeing you this Saturday. It's been a while since we've seen you at the racetrack. Is is this the last event for Crack Enterprises this year? you got any other specials going on at any of your other facilities?
0: Well, Mark, I I actually saw you at the Winchester 400 a few few weekends ago. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was a a brief
2: moment because you were a busy man and you were doing announcing, but... <laughs> uh, it, it's always fun when I hear somebody yell out, and I turn around and it's somebody like you, Adam. So uh, right. it, it was so, a good weekend, so yeah, and This, I,
0: is... this on, is our sir. last race of the season at uh, Nashville. We've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then our company is done until probably March of 2022.
2: It's not like you're going to be sitting still and doing nothing, knowing you and Bob Sargent, Adam.
0: Uh, no, I'll get to you're... plenty of races. I'll get to plenty of races in the off-season. I'll be at the we'll Snowball Derby. I'll be at Speed yes. Week. I'll yeah, be yeah at we bunch. always see you at the
2: Derby. So, what uh, Can you tell us anything about what plans
0: you have going with uh, Track Enterprises for 2022 yet? Well, it looks like we'll have several ARCA races again, which none of the Good. dates of those events have been announced yet. But many of the same events that we had this year, we'll have again next year. Um, we are still a part of the Knoxville truck race coming back for a second year. This year was really good until the last, and it got really rough uh, toward the end of the race. Uh, the drivers just had a lot of, uh, a lot of cost flags <laughs> toward the end. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have a few less of those this year. Um, and then obviously we have Macon Speedway and Lincoln Speedway, and we're going to be back as promoters again of National Fairground Speedway. That was just voted on this past week at the fair board meeting and so we'll be back again in 2022 at Nashville.
2: Well, how has it been working with the fairgrounds at, at Nashville and the board? Uh,
0: uh, they, they've actually been great. Um, it, things been great. seem to have really gone
2: smooth since you and Track Enterprises, Bob and you and, and the group have been in there. And, and the people you brought in to help run the weekly or the monthly, I should say, racing Uh I've heard nothing but fantastic reviews about the fairgrounds,
0: and congratulations to all of you on that. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. The fair board's been great to work with. You know, that place is a historic place, and it's got, you know, a lot of years on it, but when you still walk in, it's still a beautiful facility, Um, and I think it'll be beautiful this weekend with all the signings that we ordered to dress the place up. Um, It's going to be a, you know obviously one of our biggest weekends biggest all-americans in a long time we've got over 30 super late models now on the list um and uh i think we're up big to names. like 38 or 39 pro late too. models yeah yeah mm-hmm. we've got a, all the main big name drivers that be coming to the all-american for the super late model portion of it in the pro late field last year i think we had 44 we're up to almost 40 on the pre-entry list so we'll probably be in the same ballpark as we had last year right right well, before I turn you over to
2: Kyle, uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. You did make a slight adjustment on this year's uh, race schedule, though on Sunday, didn't you? Uh, as with the, uh, far as the, the, the shortening of the main event for the Super
0: Late Models. No, that's the same as it was last year as well. We did the same thing last year, so it was 300 oh, laps okay. for the Super Late Models last year, and 100 three, laps for the Pro Late to make it the All American <laughs> 400.
2: Right, but but you'll have to forgive me on that one. I did. I had completely forgotten, Adam. And uh, I must yeah, forget, no no, problem this
0: this gray hair appears no, here, know, here for a reason. <laughs> and,
2: but no, and thank honestly, you so
0: much. There's there's some good yeah. reasoning behind it. The, the track is so big. Um, that place is such a huge racetrack, and to try to run 400 laps, I mean, you're looking at a four-hour race, and it takes so much yes. wear and tear on the cars as well as the tires, and that costs the teams an extra set of tires. Uh, So it's more costly to to do a 400-lap race, not only for the drivers and teams, but for us as well. Um, So that's why it's a 300-lap race. More cars are left at the end fighting for the win than if it were a 400-lap race. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of reasons for it. Um, Those are some of the main reasons. And last year's race was thrilling. It was an excellent race. So uh, we're hoping for the same thing. Casey Roderick pulls it off.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I agree, Adam. I, I think it's made for a much more competitive race. Uh, that last 100 laps, uh, it, it seemed like it would take forever and slowly, but surely the cars would be pulling into the pit area and we would only have a handful yep. left. So good decision yep. on your end, sir, as always. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Kyle. I think he's got a couple things for you, Adam. And we'll see you, uh, I'll see you Friday. Sounds good. Thanks, again, Adam. We appreciate all you've done for us. Hey, Kyle, what you got for Mr. Mackey?
3: Hey, Adams. Kyle, uh, my first question is, is who is the early favorite for uh, the super late models and the pro late models for Sunday?
0: Man, that's a great question, but for the super late
3: models,
0: (laughs) it is a loaded field. You know, Casey Roderick was a last-minute show-up last year. wasn't even on the pre-entry list because he had some car issues. They weren't even sure they were going to be able to make it. He ended up winning, but he wasn't the fastest car. Uh, the battle last year between Carson Hosovar and Derek Thorne, but Derek Thorne uh, was really, really good all race long, um, and he's coming back again this year. I think uh, Derek Thorne would probably be my favorite, um, but there's so many good cars, and then a uh, 300 lap, race there anything can happen?
3: My second question is uh, you know, looking forward to next year, I mean, is there anything you guys need to improve on uh, for your for track enterprises or, or is everything pretty going pretty good for the most part?
0: I would say we had one of our best seasons ever maybe this past year most of that was because of Nashville um, You know our Macon track our Lincoln track did very well Terre Haute did very well this year um, The track enterprises did extremely well because of what we've done at Nashville we had the SRX race um, in the month of July we had the all-american coming up we had a pretty successful arca race with uh with super late models and pro late models in may and then the weekly program has been up the car count's been up the crowds have been up um so as a whole the Nashville thing has been outstanding and we just want to keep growing that we always want more people in the stands we always want more cars so we just keep working toward that and it's going in the right direction can you mention uh
2: affordable weekend you can have a racing Nashville. the price of admission uh it's incredible for the racing you're going to get this weekend
0: yeah absolutely and and there's you know there's some three-day passes available for folks that want to come out and watch all three days and if you're in the area first of all nashville is the place to be i'm just excited to go down there not only because of the racing but because we get a chance to go downtown and hang out at some of their establishments on Broadway and have a good time after the races. And I think that's why a lot of people love going there, but the racing would be great. The downtown area is great after the races. So, um, I definitely recommend going and I recommend going all three days. The, the Friday night championship night, uh, was great last year. You know, we had six divisions that race on a regular basis at the track and they were all racing for their, uh, for their season championships. 10-point championships, and it was outstanding racing. So all three days were very exciting, and I recommend getting out to all three. And, uh, you know, you can get a three-day ticket or a three-day pit pass. I think a three-day pit pass. is like, is it $100 or something for three days? I mean, that's a, Worth. a great deal to go catch the racing, go into the grandstands mm-hmm. when you want. You can watch from the pits or whatever.
2: It, it's, it's affordable. I mean, uh, I'm excited to be – Nashville's always – one of those races uh we're always excited to be a part of and thanks for letting us be a part of it adam and yeah why, adam i what appreciate that for us
1: well adam oh. i close it out uh actually my son's gonna get we had not been back racing i think it's been five years and it's because he's been in family and he decided to take some time off and go with coming with me this weekend. And I'm going to, we're going to thoroughly enjoy the weekend in Nashville. I told you how much fun it was going to be. And you made it even better bringing Kid Rockets into the establishment. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> Maybe you can get up and uh, hang out with them in the VIP area for a little bit.
1: Ooh. Adam, listen, man, we appreciate it as always. And I'll send you that little reminder tomorrow. Looking forward Sounds to this good. weekend. Thank you, Adam. Thanks,
2: guys. That we'll see you Friday and uh, be good. Safe travels, Adam. Thanks again.
1: All right, guys. Adam Mackey with Track Enterprises getting us ready for the All American 400. Sunday is 400 laps. You just you've got a hundred lap uh, to start them off, and then you bust into the big race with uh, three hundred. Three hundred.
2: That that's the that's a good length, uh, and he made a. Uh, you know the note that the track is big. It's not a half mile. It's it's almost six tenths. It's a big racetrack, and uh, those last hundred laps, right? Rowdy, you and I've been there more than once. It's dark. It's getting cold. Uh, Where it's just waiting for the uh, uh, the fight to the finish, and who's going to last. So I, I like the fact they shorten it a hundred laps. I think it just makes for a much better and more competitive race. For the fans, for the drivers, for everybody.
1: I do too. I, I mean, it just—it was a big difference. I thought it was it was the best
2: mm-hmm.
1: best decision they made. Well, so Kyle, I can't we kind imagine, of kind of forced Kyle. I imagine, his, what's no, it? What we, we kind of busted Kyle off his train of thought while ago with NASCAR, with Nick calling in or that, Adam. Adam. I'm, to that's confusion. Bring it now. back,
2: Kyle. We're talking about championship time, Kyle. And uh, who's well, the favorite Eastern to State? win it? Uh, well, we know you were there.
3: No, uh, the NASCAR title.
2: Who's the, who's the
3: favorite? We know
2: who well, it mean, is. I mean,
3: it's obvious it's the five car, but, you know, um, we don't know exactly yet because – you know, I I know Lars I know we talked about it earlier, I know Kyle Larson doesn't have the greatest success at Phoenix, but the way that team's been running, they've just been good everywhere. It doesn't matter where you've been, they've just been good. Um, doesn't matter what type of track they've been good at it. So um yeah, it uh, looks like they're the favorites right now. I think, you know, Chase Elliott's been up there. I think, you know, I don't know about the Gibbs cars, they've kind of been lacking some speed. And, uh, you know, so I don't know, maybe maybe Ryan Blaney sneaks in there. I know he has to tr- win Martinsville because he's in a w- must-win situation now after crashing out of Kansas. So, um, yeah, you still got those races and those playoff spots still up for grabs. And so far, Kyle Larson has locked them all out. So, um, you know, definitely a key race this weekend with Martinsville coming up. What's
2: more important race? What's more of the pressure race, guys? Championship weekend in Phoenix? Or Martinsville weekend, getting into Phoenix Championship weekend. Uh, wow. The the, the pressure, uh, I, is it surmountable or not? Is Kyle Larson able to pull it off? Uh, that is the big question this year, guys. Kyle, you're right.
1: Hey, and now, you know, you're to the point now, what good is this car I'm in now? Because it's not going to be good next year. So it's all out to win. Oh,
2: that, you know, that throws a little bit of a monkey wrench, do you think, guys? That, yeah, this is the last race, Phoenix, and that car is going to be run. Uh, and where are they going to send what's left of those cars? That's to be determined, but it. Could it be a little bit of a demo derby because nobody's got anything to lose? Or have they got enough class not to allow that to happen? I hope the latter is the term, but you just never know, guys.
1: Yeah. Well, the new car is on its way. So hopefully this is going to be for better racing. Uh, a lot of people don't know it's a composite car yet. That's going to make some people mad. There's nothing stock about it. They'll scream and holler. This same stuff. I mean, it's like we talked about a while ago about the championship. People don't like the point system. I mean, right? I like it. I didn't like it when the champion knew he was going to be the champion five races before the season was over.
2: And we had that a lot of the time, Rowdy. And the playoffs didn't make a big change in that. Hey,
1: and uh, you and still just, had the grandstands you know, pool, guys. Yes. You know, you still had grandstands
2: pool, even though
1: they used go going to win the championship.
2: Mm-hmm. But the thing you brought up, uh, uh, out of everything that's going to happen with that new car, that next generation car next year, the fact that they are going to composite body, Rowdy, Kyle, and we've talked about it, you're not going to have a cut tires like you had previously. I think it's going to be a little more rubbing, and good rubbing makes for good racing. I think we're going to see big old donuts on the side of those composite body cars, much like we see when we're at a super late-mile race, guys, or a pro-late-mile race, like we'll be attending this weekend. Uh, it'll it'll be the same thing, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to make for better racing.
1: Well, Kyle, what you got to take us out of the night, man?
3: Well, guys, uh, Mahoning Valley Speedway has Fall Brawl on Saturday, October 30th, weather permitting. Uh, the 125 laps for the modifieds that's coming up. Uh, I know we have Matt Hirschman 710 on Thursday. Uh, every yeah. green winner from the King of the Green. Uh, We had to reschedule him to fit Nick Sanchez in, but that's okay. Um, Other than that, uh, you know, looking forward to the week. You know, a lot of rain here, I think. It's going to rain a lot this week. Other than that, um, we'll just see you again on Thursday, I guess, you know, get ready for it and uh, come up with some more notes and quotes for the week.
2: Well, well, I think the rain that you're getting, Kyle, uh, it's dampening up, getting that water level up in the, uh, the tracks. Those dirt tracks in PA, and it's uh, just going to make it easier for the guys to prep tracks because they water level be there already. And I'll just jump right on and take us out here, Rowdy. Uh, my 151st different racetrack, uh, I, I never thought that it would be imaginable. And a big part of it is because of Rowdy Mag, like, thank you, Uh I've hit a lot of new tracks because of uh, our, our dealings with our little group and partnership, and i um, proud to be part of that with Kyle and you. We got great racing at Kansas. Uh, it's over. It was good. Uh, weather played a little havoc, but we did get it in. Kyle Larson won again. Uh, Nick Sanchez won his first, and, uh, it was just a good. It was a good weekend, and, and uh, Ty Gibbs and managed to pull off one win this weekend, guys. So it was success six, a success for them. Off to the All American Four Hundred on the short track end. Really looking forward to that. Uh, track Enterprises, Bob Sargent, Adam Mackey, the entire group. I can't imagine what the facility is going to look like, Rowdy. When Adam says they've got brought in more stuff than he even had last year, and it looked fantastic. So uh, it's going to be fun. But let's not forget, we got trucks, Xfinity, and Cup at Martinsville. And that's going to be a fun, fun weekend. Looking forward to maybe catching some of that also. So with that in mind, the weather looks good. We may have a little dampness early in the weekend, but the rest of the weekend's going to be dry. So, catch Kyle at a track near you this weekend. Catch Rowdy and me at a track near you this weekend. If you track us down to say hello and let us know how to get a hold of you, we'll get you a hat. You can have your own Rowdy Magrat Racing Media hat. So, Rowdy, Kyle, thanks so much. Great night, guys. Uh, until Thursday night, let that light shine bright, bright, bright. It is. We're going to the big lights of Nashville this weekend. We'll see ya.
1: All right, guys. Hey, appreciate. Hey, Nick, for calling in, guys, and I mm-hmm. forgot to tell Nick, but uh, Christy made that possible, and I want to thank Christy for pers- personally for helping us make that happen because it's uh, it's been kind of a challenge, especially twenty twenty year, and guys,
2: Roddy, we got to use the victory lane. We haven't been able to use that for a while, so I that, that gets my blood going every time I hear
1: that. So, yay! Thank so you, hey, So, if, well. hey, if,
2: if, if you're not on my if
1: you're not on my TikTok page, you're you're behind, guys. So, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: go and subscribe to my YouTube page. Make it happen. Let's go.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, Ronnie. Thanks, Kyle. We'll see ya.
3: Thanks, guys. Look for the Thanks, light,
2: buddy. Nashville. It's going to be brighter than bright. Uh, look for that camper on the campground. So. Rowdy's in town. <laughs> Rowdy's in town. Looking forward to you and Bart. It's going to be fun, Rowdy.
1: It's going to be fun. And yeah, overdue.
2: Overdue. And as always, guys, we're heading out and grabbing a bite to eat because it's dinner hour and Chi-Town's hungry. But it's worth every second being on this show to wait on dinner, guys. Thanks, Rowdy.